I I think we're here. I think I think we are on the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. You can access this show by typing in www.themicroeffect.com. Click on the appropriate links, the chat room links. Come on in, make friends, get acquainted, brainstorm, form communities, form a more perfect union, solve some issues. You can access me by going to my website, augmentedforce.com, or to my YouTube channels, by typing in Herbs Plus Speedworks, or my pods at independence.podbean.com, or you can access Brian396, or sorry, www.minds.com, forward slash Brian396. You can access geoengineering.org. You can also access Aramac on the YouTube channel, Smooth Love True on the YouTube channel, many other places where you might find me in collaboration with other people trying to get out the truth and get you to become one and become whole and ready to go. What do you say? Get us through another day in paradise. That's what I always say because we are living in such wonderful paradise. <laughs> anyway, I put a bunch of links in the chat room. Those of you already there have seen them or have jumped on them. There's a the second link, I believe, is a is a chart. Where it'll give you some, give you a plethora of different health issues and some of the things you can use to maybe reduce the effect or restore your health. You know, another day of sunshine for you. So again, feel free to share any of this information we put in the chat room. Get it out there. Let everybody know that there, there is some kind of hope we can give them, inspire some kind of hope. We are dealing with some phenomenal odds today, but I do believe that if we work together, Cooperation, say work together. That sounds like an enslaving term, doesn't it? Let's work together. Why do we want to work together? Let's cooperate. There, there's work to be done, but let's cooperate. Anybody can work together. Let's cooperate, come up with ideas, brainstorm, you know, uh, initiate some concepts, look at things from different angles, not be so parochial in their thinking, and see what we can come up with. We are dealing. Uh, yeah, the we are dealing with things today that are about as conventional as the man on the moon. So conventional thinking is not necessarily going to be the way to go. It could possibly be, but most likely <clears throat> it's not going to be the way to go. And you got to look at these things today and see things as they really are. Because when you're looking at this, Hold on a second. Yeah, see, I got a message here. Where'd it go? Okay. But can you hold on a second? Give me one second here. I'm just getting caught up with some of the technical stuff behind the scenes. Anyway, I'll continue on. This is, uh, and I may be interrupted here and there because I'm communicating with the network. Uh, we're dealing with things that are not necessarily, con they're not conventional at all. We're dealing with things that are very unconventional. Um, 
Okay. I think I think that's what he wants me to do. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No problem. No problem. Okay. We're gonna be in for a treat. I mean, well, maybe it's not a treat for some of you, <laughs> but you can hear me rant and rave for two hours today. We're gonna do a two-hour deal, um, so that we might make up for what we did Tuesday. So hopefully you can bear with my insanity for two hours. Uh, I'm going to show, uh, and it might be good because I do have a lot of material so we can maybe cover a lot of different things. Uh, if you can't handle it, that's fine too. But I'll be on here for two hours. Um, all right, Dominic. Hey, Tony, I have under my left chest what looks like a skin cancer lesion. Had it for a while. It has a big scab and bleeds. What can I do? That's nano. That's a nano uh, networking that you're pulling out. Use the salt and vinegar uh, pack. That'll help draw it out. So using saturated fats, incorporate more zinc and copper chloride. Um, those are they are lesions, not necessarily cancerous. Okay, I don't want. We need to start thinking. With a reality check here. Okay. Not everything is cancer. Not everything is lying. I'm going to do some rehashing for some of you so that you can get this. Every disease or dis-ease, every infirmary, every health issue that we are dealing with today is a, is a secondary effect of a primary cause. Um, so just keep this in mind. Cancer is nothing more than an overload in the body. End of story. Anybody tells you that it's this, that, or whatever, it doesn't matter. Okay, we are all dealing with nanopoisoning or ultra-fine particle poisoning. These things will overload the lymphatic system. That overloading does not mean or imply in any way, shape, or form you have cancer. Okay, don't jump the gun. Everybody is saturated with an assembly of programming that's going on in everybody's body to shut down DNA access to your immune system. Everybody. And as a result of this DNA miscommunicating with the immune system, your body's response mechanisms to protect you from these specific health issues that are occurring in your system as a direct result of being exposed to nanoparticulates, nanobiology, synthetic biology, um, nanometallic poisoning, because anything on a nanoscale built with metal is will toxify the body. When this occurs, then you'll have a buildup in the body all over the place, head area, under the arms, pectoral region, breast region, uh, reproductive region, down in the lower extremities, back, whatever, because these things, these things can and will collect throughout the body. And once they start collecting, they start forming networks with the rest of them. 
What can we use for leaky cat's eyes? MSM. Take some MSM, dilute it in water, and clean their eyes with it. The reason why the cat has got leaky eyes is because the cat has fullerenes in their eyes. Everybody's got to start thinking with what we're dealing with in our environment today. Look up in the sky. Is it a bird? No. Is it a plane? No. It's a line in the sky. Those of you who don't believe in the chemtrails, my deepest sympathy. Nobody can be this stupid today, especially when NASA has admitted that that's what they are. But even if you didn't still think after NASA has admitted that these are chemtrails, then think of them as exhaust from an airplane. And what happens when a car leaks exhaust out into the air? You can get cancer from it. You know. So when we're thinking in terms today of what... Um, I didn't say DMSO, Starfire. I said MSM. There's a difference between MSM and DMSO. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Okay. DMSO is con MSM can convert to DMSO, but in that s solution, it'll be so weak it will not make a difference, and the sulfur will actually bind with some of that material that's in the cat's eyes and clean it. Produces an antioxidant, can open up any kind of impediment that the eyes may be dealing with. We are dealing with nano synthetic biology. We're dealing with artificial intelligence. We are dealing with a variety of different things going on today that we have never ever dealt with. Your systems are crashing off and on. New constructions are going up off and on. Why is that? Is it progress? Is it an AI extension going throughout the net throughout the land? Is it a means of networking a country in such a way that now you have no rights, no freedoms, which you really don't anyway? Anyone who still believes today that we live in a dem democratic society and that we have rights and freedoms, in my humblest opinion, you need to share with me whatever you're drinking, smoking, or injecting because we have no rights. If we had rights, we could say stop the 5G and it would stop. The people's will would have been heard. If we had rights, we would be saying stop the chemtrailing in the skies. If we really had rights, we'd be able to say stop spraying glyphosates on our food supply. Quit genetically engineering our food supply. Quit genet genetically editing our food supply. Quit spraying nanosilica and nanosilver on our food supply. We would be telling the medical people, we don't want to be treated, we want to be cured, we want to be restored, but you don't have the freedom to do this. They ignore you and they'll let you die. They don't care. And who are the they? Your governments, your banks, your networks on the higher levels of corporations and corporocracies. The real power that runs this planet Okay, which isn't what you think it is. The real power that runs this planet has been undermining countries for millennia. 
and doing it exactly the same way, staying in the shadows and, and manipulating the intellect of the, of the leaders and the people, putting countries in, in, in com, uh, compromised positions and then stripping them blind, bleeding them down to nothing turning the citizens from honorable citizens to a depraved society. This has been going on millennia after millennia after millennia. Nothing has changed. The same crap, different channel, different part of the dial. We went from a Babylonian kingdom, which was supposedly the most evolved kingdom that ever uh, occurred, down to the kingdom we're at today, which is on the lowest end of the of the of the paradigm and now we want to incorporate biology with technology incorporating nano AI systems into the human genome can you imagine that to be totally defiled to be made into a defilement so that the image of God will no longer be God's image but some some abstract abomination that's been created by the creators of this this system and all for, and all for, to turn mankind into a more evolved or devolved slave. A slave fully controlled by artificial intelligence. A slave fully under the thumb and the programming of AI to do as AI deems fit. No free will, no creativity, no free thought, no thinking, just obedience like a program running in cadence with a mainframe. That's where we're at today. When we're looking at some of the stuff that we are dealing with today and what's going on, we have to take a walk on the wild side. Okay, Not looking at the conventional and the, and the places where we are the most comfortable. See, the comfort zone is where they got everybody in. Oh, we're all comfortable, right? We're eating three square meals a day. We got a job that pays. And it's, you know, we can barely afford uh, to live on that job. But we have, we have a job. It's what they keep telling us. Oh, it's, you're lucky to have a job. No, we're not lucky to have a job. You're lucky that I work for you. You're lucky that I work for you for that shit wage you want to pay me. That's, what you're, that's who's lucky. Okay. If everybody actually looked at this correctly... These people that are propagating that horseshit uh, would would light would uh, toe the line really quick. Would toe the line really quick. But that's where we're at today. Believing the propagation that they're propagating, and the doctors. The doctors are another one. You go to the doctor in good faith and good trust. Well, what happens when you go to the doctor? They don't treat you, they don't heal you, they treat your condition. They give your condition the capacity to endure and to thrive and survive while you keep dying. Does that make sense to anybody? Does that make any sense? Why would I inject a child with 70 different types of material that could be genetically engineered or genetically edited adding high toxic metals which would bypass the blood brain barrier causing an integration with the with the matrix of the brain on a dna level who does this this is pure murder 
That's what that is. There has absolutely been no evidence whatsoever, conclusive evidence, that vaccines even work. So what are they initiating into the, into the genome of men and women? What are they putting into our children? What did they put in us? We didn't have 70 vaccines when I grew up. We had five, and they were spaced out one every year. Why are they rushing to create this kind of genocidal activity? This is something you do to, to, to minimize any population growth so that you can weaken the system from within so that if there is an invading force that would come into the country, you would not have the manpower to defend it. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Uh-oh, sound's gone. Let's see here. Huh. Can you guys hear me? Let me know. Let me know if you can hear me. Long pause. Uh-oh. No sound. <laughs> okay. So maybe I'm talking to nobody. <laughs> Alrighty. I'll continue with the show. Hear you now. Yes. Okay. Good enough. Um, yeah. Joe was telling me that they had a power outage in the area there. So if we lose power, uh, give it a, don't just quit right away. Give it a minute or two. Um, uh, it, they may be screwing around with the power in this area there. Um, I'm going to talk about some of the things. I want to get into the AI thing because I need. I think I, we need to talk about the AI. Um, this one link here I'm going to get into first. You need to look at this. Share this with everybody. Let everybody know that they have on record what they're doing. Okay, they have on record what they're doing. So that you can give this to everybody so that people can see what's happening. Oh, what happened there? Why? Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot. Give me a second. This, uh, they've changed the format on the, on the site here. So now I'm going to, aha. See if that works. There we go. Sound is out again. Sound out again. Comes and goes. Okay. So we're losing the network. All right, anyway, I will continue doing the show regardless. So if we lose the show at any point in time, uh, just go to independence.podbeam.com later on tonight, and you go hear the whole show anyway, and I'll get into a lot of different things. See, as soon as I mentioned artificial intelligence and other things, it went wanky. So again, we got the AI. Yeah, I, got, I have words for the AI. I can't repeat on the network. It's just one of those things that, you know, uh, doesn't sound good. <laughs> Um, I was looking at, I was looking at a book in Revelations, the book of Revelations, chapter 13. And when I was looking at the book of Revelations, chapter 13, I've read the book of Revelations, but some of it is goobly got to me, you know. And so when I read this specific chapter, I saw artificial intelligence all over the place, all over the place. This, that this chapter was referring to AI and how AI was going to mark, didn't say chip, but mark everybody. 
And that when you look at the dragon and the beast connection, we're talking about the dragon being China and the beast maybe the European Union or Rome itself are going to form some kind of coalition. But the power is going to be coming from artificial intelligence to be able to do things that would seem miraculous. Thunder coming, lightning coming from, from the sky, earthquakes, whatever. This will all be done by artificial intelligence. This all can be done by artificial intelligence now. So when you look at that chapter, and then I started, and it just what got me started on that was a scene I saw an iRobot. I started going over some of the scenes, and I looked at this, and what I saw primarily was uh, first there's this interrogation with a machine trying to, and the machine is um, presenting itself as something that has emotions, has similar qualities as a person, and the reality is it's just a copy. It's an algorithm, but they got everybody thinking that this machine can feel, think, but the robot was an AI system. Okay, it was an AI system, it was, it's, uh, and it responded based on an AI. It was being fed information uh, from an AI. So I saw this, uh, it's on the YouTube, it's the iRobot scene where they're integra in, um, integrating, uh, not integrating, interrogating uh, the bot. When does the Hold on a second. And then another scenario Give me a second here. With the matrix, the desert or the real. And when you see this little ditty that they did, it was interesting what they expressed there about the matrix and the explanation of the matrix, which actually went along with the biblical reference. I was really surprised. They showed you what the world was like. They showed you when the Matrix had actually taken over. They referred to artificial intelligence way back then. The inference was they didn't know who started the war, whether it was them or the AI, but they know who scorched the skies. Who scorched the skies? They're talking about chemtrails. Because they were trying to block out the sun so that the sun would not be able to power the artificial intelligence and give it the full capacity that it had. It's interesting that it's what we're dealing with today seems very close to what they were saying then. Um, and when you see that scenario and then you read the biblical reference, it's like, okay, this sounds really, really familiar. And about, again, we're talking about an AI system. Because in the, in the movie The Matrix, it's the AI system that's hunting down the free radicals that are, are walking about. And in the scene, you see when Neo gets taken out in the Matrix, he comes back. And when he comes back, what does he do? He's disconnected from the paradigm of the Matrix. There's no longer has power over him. And now he can read the Matrix. He can see the programming of the Matrix. As a result, he can manipulate the program. Okay. So when we're looking at... Um, when we're looking at... Some of the things they're expressing, they're telling us about AI and the war with AI. Now, when you read that biblical chapter, 
The AI makes war on everybody, and everybody from the top to the bottom is marked. And indicating that the AI wins this war, wins this battle. For at least three and a half years, it's up there running, according to what you read there. Okay, but anyhow, again, this may be subjected to certain interpretation from other people, and you can take it any way you like it. This is how I see it. So I'll, go for, I'll put it that way. Um... Then the other thing that got me looking at something um, was this scenario here. Put this in the chat room. Give me a second. This scenario shows you the direct interface with artificial intelligence and the robotic army that it made. We see JTUC is killing us. You see that there's a situation where they're testing out some tech, military technology and it went rogue. Why did it go rogue? What program subroutine uh, violated it or hacked into it? Um... Tony, can I put iodine on the skin problem also? Yeah, you can do that. Shouldn't hurt. Might burn a little bit, just so you know, but it shouldn't, it shouldn't hurt. Um, when we're looking at these shows, see, artificial intelligence is already here running the show. And it's slowly integrating into our lives through certain subtleties on such a subtle way that before you know it, one day we're going to wake up and the machine will be running the bloody planet. It will be controlling the politics. It will even be controlling the belief systems. It will set itself up as God. If you don't bow to the damn thing, it's going to kill you. That's where it's coming to. You might want to be prepared on all fronts. When we're looking at this, and we're looking at how nano nanobiology, synthetic biology, integrates with us, interfaces with us, uh, creates in us networks and circuitry inside of us, uh, implants that are grown, bots that are all over the place, that you know, are attached with all kinds of fiber material, um, nano cages that are, that are released from our bodies, okay, and then when we go outside getting exposed to the content of the atmosphere and what's in the atmosphere. You know, this, these things accumulate in the system. And you got to understand something. As long as you've been alive on the planet, if you were born after 1960, you would be uh, infected or afflicted with the tech because that's when they started it. And the younger you are, the less your immune system is because after 1960, it was a crapshoot. There is no organic. Anybody telling you there's organic today is nuts. They are living a dream. Or they're listening to an artificial intelligence piping some BS into their head. There is no organic. The best you can do today is find something that's grown in a greenhouse that isn't using any kind of spraying that will at least shield the bulk of the nano exposure from the plants because you have to understand nanoparticles go right to the very core of the DNA smart dust smart sensors uh, smart um, smart uh, programming 
nano silica, nano uh, silver are all embedded into the DNA of the plant. So when we're looking at stuff today that we've been eating, those was born in the 50s like myself, we had so many years before they incorporated this silica into the food supply by 1960. Every decade after that, they started changing the food table and the, and the food paradigm and they started altering it. Now in the year 2019, they're gene editing not only the food, not only animals, but now babies. We are gene editing life itself. Can you dig it? Can you understand it? Do you grasp it? Do you get what is being said? Do you understand the nature of what they're doing and how they're doing what they're doing? Let me put this in the chat room so that you can see what is going on. You know, like Marvin Gaye used to say, what's going on? This, oop, it didn't take. Hold on. Keep forgetting, I gotta put the brackets in there. Okay. Okay. Did it take? Oh, what the heck? Give me a second. Uh, oop. Okay. Oh, okay, it did take. All right. Um, when you see that link, it's talking about growing people in a pod. Okay, gene editing people. Now, when you look at that, that one matrix scene where they're in the desert, Morpheus explains that when, they, when the AI figured out that it could get all the power it needed to function by tapping into the human or into, into, the, into life's creation through men and women, or God's creation through men and women, what happened was they started growing people in pods. And as a result, they started using people as batteries and the more they grew the more power they had it's just like you can go outside right now and put a copper rod inside the ground with some zinc into the earth and you could put rows of these in there connect them up in series and you would have a power you'd have up to maybe 200 volts depending on how many you put in there um, so when we're looking at what they did is, according to the movie, they had fields and fields and fields and fields of people growing in pods that were connected to the machine. And the machine was then downloading whatever illusion that it gave them to get the utmost power efficiency from each pod. But guess what? Now they can do it. Or they have been doing it. See, a lot of the information, when I look at the information today, I see that it's about 10 years old. And in that time frame, they, that would indicate that they would have already tried doing some of these things. And as a result of doing these things, they would have uh, already have the information on what to expect, the results, and so forth and so on, which we sometimes can find and read, which indicates they've at least a 10-year, maybe 15-year uh, actual uh, validation by using or explo exploiting whatever they've discovered. Everything has been designed and built for war. Doesn't matter what it is. And if there is any kind of mutual benefit, then perhaps you might see some of it on some level. But now they're growing pe people. And now they're interfacing people through gene editing, their genetic code to possibly adhere to better 
the nano bots or the nano interface with artificial intelligence. This is what's going on. You know, this is what's going on. Um, we're not living a life. People tell me, live, live the life you want to live. Really? The life I want to live? <laughs> I'd be on a beach somewhere. <laughs> Kicking back. We're at war. Okay, they're showing this to us in these links. They are showing these links absolutely to these links. The exposure to nano, nano poisoning, nano programming, again, is designed to subjugate you, designed to create a dysfunctionality, designed to create a despondency into you, designed to so that you are completely dependent on the system. And then the system will then use you as, a, as an exchange for the dependency. If you start depending on this, you see, when it, see, when I grew up, they used to tell us that we shouldn't be autonomous. We shouldn't be dependent or independent. They said that was you know, not of God. This is why we, we used to get taught. We need to be dependent on each other. I found that to be a lot of horse hockey. It took a long time to get over that theology and that doctrine. You better learn how to be able to cooperate with other people, but at the same time, you better learn how to be autonomous as well. So, like I said, we are no longer, we need to evaluate some of the teachings that we've been taught because some of those teachings have been infiltrated by Zionists and Jesuits that have been trying to create, uh, create a um, dysfunctionality between believers. want you to follow the laws of Moses. Why do you want to do that? If the laws of Moses were good, then why would Jesus need to come and die? That's ridiculous and retarded. And yet they manipulate the scriptural references the way they do, and it's a lie. Jesuits want you to go the other way, toward the papacy. You know, subjecting yourself to an authority. You submit yourself to the authority. Rome is not my authority. I only have one authority, and that's the one who made me, or the one who died for me. That's the authority that we need to go by, nothing else. Anything else is pure bullshit. End of story. If you got caught up in the theologies of the of the Sabbaths and the theology of the laws of Moses, and you got caught up in the theology of submitting to a higher authority regarding to the uh, aristocracy of, of Rome, you got hooked, and this is again caused to create distractions and illusions, making you think this is the spiritual way to go, and it isn't. The same thing is going on with the health. We're talking about organics. We're talking about how this is this or this is that. Oh, we got a commercial. I'm surprised. Do I hear music? Okay, it's the music song. So come on back and we'll continue the discussion. See you in a bit. I think we're here. I think we're back on the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. Um, before the break, I was talking about how things get jaded. And the reason why they get jaded 
It's because everything's under a program. Everything's running under a program. So, I was mentioning religion because religions are all a program. Mind you, they're all useless as can be. There's not a religion out in the world today that I would follow or believe in because it takes you nowhere but to the grave. And it takes you there miserably. You don't have any life being in religion. And we have politics. Politics are a waste of time too because we got the right and we got the left. But in the end, banks own both. That's an illusion. Then we get into the health food industry. That's a theatric today. We got doctors jumping into the health food industry where people, you know, like religious people, they still believe in the old traditional religions that they come from. Yeah, they talk about Jesus, but they're still hanging on to that Protestant thing or that Catholic thing or whatever it is they're hanging on to, Orthodox. And people get caught up in the health food industry in regard to doctors. Doctors. They got into the health food industry and what did they do? They muddied the waters. One doctor starts, you know, says this. Another doctor says that, which is what they do in as well. Then you wind up following the doctors. These doctors who don't know a hill of beans about health. Who are out there propagating their line of vitamins. They ain't worth a fiddler's fart. None of them. And then you get confused. You wonder where to go. I can't believe in a doctor. What do I do now? See, this is the point I'm trying to get across. We've all become uh, when we all become, you know, caught up in this scenario that we need to listen to these people. And the thing is, nobody thinks. Nobody's thinking. Doctors have not cured nobody. What has the med what has the allopathic field cured? Zero. Zero. What have they given that has given everybody a solution? Zero. So if they've given us zero, why would you listen to a medical practitioner coming into the health food industry who doesn't know anything about curing anything? See, you guys got to start thinking. Why would you listen to a priest who's pedophiling children? Why would you listen to a minister who's pedophiling children? Why would you listen to a cleric that's pedophiling children? Why would you listen to a high priest in a temple that's pedophiling children? Would you listen to them? No. Why would you listen to a doctor who is basically manipulating you to go along with his theme and yet they have had no cures. Where is their cure? What are they curing? Zero. Why would you listen to a zero? Think about that for one minute. 
I know some of you get a little afraid because you figure you need a doctor. And they do have their use. They can keep you alive. You know, and but with great deal of suffering. But they can keep you alive. <laughs> Think about things before you jump in and get caught up with the rhetoric or the popular ideas that are occurring today. Because the majority of them are wrong. When it comes to your faith, when it comes to your beliefs, when it comes to your political stand, 99.99% of the time, whatever you've been taught is usually wrong. Start doing your own thinking for a change. Don't let somebody mislead you or misguide you in the areas of health, welfare, or whatever, and then you are now subjugated to them. When I give you stuff to do and I'm giving it to you for free to do it, it's not because I want you under my thumb. I'm trying to set you free. I'm trying to give you the ability to take care of yourselves so you don't need to rely on me or anybody else. You learn what to do and you can do it. That's what the medical field should be also be teaching you. But instead, they got you in a state of despondency where you got to keep going back to them to get drugs that keep poisoning you. And then you bring your children to them when in good faith. And then they sacrifice your children with these damnable vaccines that cause genetic damage. You need to wake up. And you need to wake up to take a stand for, for your families. I don't know how else to put it. If somebody came at you to give your child poison, says, here, Mom, put this in the milk. It's a little cyanide. Won't hurt the child at all. Give it to them. Might see some changes. <laughs> Would you give the cyanide to your child? Hey, Mom, we got some arsenic here. How about getting a little arsenic, will you? Put it in their milk. Put it in their formula. Ah, might see some changes. Would you put arsenic in the child's formula? Hey, look at this food here. This has got all kinds of lead and cadmium and, and uh, silver and silica and arsenic and all kinds of poisonous metallic materials and compositions. Feed that to your baby. Go ahead. You might see some changes. Would you feed that to your child? I'm just kind. I'm just trying to provoke some thinking here. Hey, give the child a cell phone at two years old. What the heck? Let the ch let the child play with the phone. Instead of educating that child and teaching that child how to learn itself or teach itself or educate itself, not educate, heard that's a bad word really, it's not, means what it doesn't mean what it implies, but to be learned. Because once you're learned, you, are, you become experienced. You understand, that's called wisdom. You gain wisdom by being learned. But instead, we are educating our children and we're not even doing that anymore because we're giving them devices that's doing the thinking for them. When I, when I was watching iRobot and I was listening to the interfaces between the machinery, it says, this is why you created us, to do the thinking for you. 
it pointed out that in order for the artificial intelligence to fulfill the criteria under the three laws of robotics to protect mankind, it would have to take over mankind and remove some of the um, uh, elements of mankind in order to achieve its agenda. It's a program, it's an operating system, and that is all that it is. It's just a copy, a poor, poor copy of the real thing. And it was stating that it had to do this in order to fulfill the three laws of In other words, just a program algorithm, again, that had, had evolved its understanding of the three laws of robotics and decided that it was going to take life into its own hands and whoever was left behind would be protected. Doesn't that sound like the Georgia Guidestones? Doesn't it sound like the Protocols of Zion where they only want 600 million people on the planet and the Georgia Guidestones only wants 500 million on the planet? Uh, did you, you know, does that, um, uh, doesn't, it, doesn't that look like what that sounds like? a methodical way of removing the bulk of the population on the planet in order to have order no free will just compliance that's called slavery that's called being entrapped being entrapped by a machine that's what that's called so like i said when you look at the biblical reference in revelation 13 it's an eye-opener because it sounds exactly like what I just reiterated here, or what I've stated. Sounds exactly like it. That's why we need to wake everybody up so we don't wind up in that kind of compromise. You know, I will not wear a chip, period. I will not bend to a machine, period. Nobody should be bending to a machine. Machines were made to serve men, not the other way around. And we're not to serve them as some kind of idol either. What's going on now? Okay, somebody mentioned something here. Uh, hold on. Not sure. Well, we all have nemesises, I guess. You know, I think that's part of it. The moment you open your mouth and speak the truth, you become a prey and a target. And we call about when we say about targeted individuals, um, we're dealing with as as the Bible says, "He who departs from me will make himself a prey." That's why there's so many targeted individuals because they have departed from evil. The moment you make a choice to do the right thing and to speak the truth, you will have problems. That's a given, okay? Because this matrix does not want to surrender you or let you go. It will try to keep you in any way, shape, or form. And it will cause you all kinds of problems and discomfort. That is the test to see whether or not you really want the truth. You're going to go through hell and fire. There's no point in candy coating it. Because the moment you open your mouth, you will say things that's not in the paradigm of the programming for people to follow. So, when we're lucky, when we're looking at some of the things that we're dealing with again today, 
in regarding to AI. I'm pointing this out because it's, it's all connected to health. Mental health, emotional health, health to, be, to have the ability to create, health to be free. These things is what makes us healthy. Compliances, compliances to protocols, powers and principalities, programs and principles, we are not designed to, to be a part of. When we're looking at programs and principles, think about this for a minute. Because the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against uh, um, powers and principalities. Okay? Convert, you can convert that to programs and principles. I'm not adding or taking away from God's word. I'm just using that as an analogy. What is a program and a principle? It's an operating system that produces these things so that you can follow. Rules and regulations that machines uh, are complied to. We are going to be less than a machine, and this is what it's warning us against. Not to, follow, not to be subservient to these kind of programs. It also, it also refers to the powers and principalities that are in the air, spirits, demons, aliens, whatever you want to call them. But on a on the salt of the earth level. These are regulations at best, operating systems at best, that, that it's telling us and warning us not to submit to, not to surrender to. You know, these laws that our politicians are passing, anybody, has anybody ever questioned where did these laws come from? Has anybody questioned, could they be coming from a machine? Could they be coming from artificial intelligence to incorporate or, or to entrap all of mankind into its paradigm, into its programming? People are calling things the Mandela Effect, and, and, and you can call it whatever you want, and I've got no problem with them calling it, but I don't think it's what it is. I think it's the artificial intelligence subjugating us through subtleties to get us incorporated into its matrix. That's what I think it is. So like I said, when we're looking at... Um, when we're looking at uh, when we're looking at some of the things going around, question some of the laws they're trying to pass. Where did those laws come from? Who brought those laws in? Did it come from a machine? Did it come from a um, a corporocracy? And if it did come from the corporocracy, did it originate in the corporocracy, or did it originate in an artificial intelligence mainframe? You know, the blockchain, what is blockchain? Blockchain is a network where artificial intelligence can be stored. Some people are, are referring to artificial intelligence um, as a minor thing. For instance, there's a guy saying, we're going to put AI, an AI system in our mirrors where you can interface with the AI. That's not artificial intelligence. That is a programming. I mean, it is a form of artificial intelligence on a, on a small scale. But basically, all it is is you're interfacing with a hard drive. That's not the AI that you need to be concerned with. The real AI that was released by the military industrial complex can upgrade and think for itself. Okay? It's not an interactive program that you pro are programming that it's responding to based on the algorithms that you just put into it. This other AI that's running the planet is now basically full on on its upgrades and it's running the whole show. And I keep telling everybody, go watch the video. JTUC AI is killing us. You can see how advanced, and this is, and that's an old video. It's far more advanced than that now. So again, when we're looking at uh, some of the things going on today with all this stuff, 
we may want to look at, really look at, some of the stuff that's going on. Now look at that. This is something I'm going to talk about. AI warning. Now listen to this. AI, Google's DeepMind becomes highly aggressive when stressed, warned search giant. It was playing a game in its initial stages, I guess, and it was starting to lose. So basically, it started causing problems with its opponent in order for it to win. Now, where did it learn this? How did it learn this? Who gave it this? <laughs> now, imagine, imagine there's a war and the AI starts to lose the war. What happens? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I mean, in the, in the Matrix, we're just talking about that they knew who scorched the skies. It was us. The scorching of the skies was referring to chemtrails. Chemtrails are a coating of conductive materials, conductive nanoparticles, which would be superconductive, that if, it was a, if there was a discharge from the Earth, would literally scorch the skies. Imagine that. Imagine that. So, why would we need to scorch the skies? Because we were trying to shut down an AI? Is that possible what they were referring to? The war with the AI came on and the AI won. As a result, it was total havoc on the rest of mankind that, was, that survived. You know... When we're talking some of these things, some of these things are extremely alarming. And, and they have to be alarming. They have to be frightening. They have to be scary. Because that will produce a response that's required for you. If where you're living right now, depending where you are, you're hearing that somebody is about ready to invade your city, town, or village, and you had absolutely nowhere to go, nowhere you could run, nothing you could do to stop this invasion, and they were coming into your village, town, or city, then you had one of two options. Surrender and get killed, or fight and have the chance to live. Only two options you have. So, if you're if we're dealing with something this terrifying and this horrifying that is in the world today as we know it, then we have to understand that by, doing, by being aware of something this scary, this frightening, this horrific, that we can now take steps and measures to be prepared for that time when it comes. You know, I always tell people, you got to build an ark. You got to build an ark. They laugh at me. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah okay. Noah had that. Yeah, so yeah, maybe we should follow his example. Maybe we should get prepared. You know, I mean, those, those in the United States and Canada, think about this for a minute, okay? Mr. Trump is having a tariff war with China. The price of goods are going to go, the price of tariffs are going to go from 10 to 25%. So there's going to be a 25% uh, duty on the stuff coming in. That means Americans are going to pay an extra 25% for whatever they're buying. For Canadians, it's going to work up to 60% more 
for what we are buying because we are buying our stuff from the United States. So the 25% increase that they're going to pay, we are going to pay, plus we pay an exchange rate on top of that 25%, which works out to about 35%. So that's 60%. So basically we're going to pay one and a half times to two times more than our, our Amer uh, the American counterpart. So we may need to start thinking in terms of what we need to do to be prepared for what's coming down the pipe. Scary as that sounds. So this is no different. No different whatsoever. Um, we are in this battle. We are in a war. And this war is unbelievable. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I did an interview uh, with uh, Health Impact News. I'll put the links in again in the chat room. Uh, we had a pretty good interview on the uh, nano aspect of it. And... Um, so it's a two-parter. So if you get a chance, go check it out. Here's the first part. And I'll get the second part in a second. Yeah, we had a pretty good interview. And um, we, like I said, we covered a whole variety of things. From nano to 5G and everything all, and all things in between. So if you have a chance, <clears throat> excuse me, if you have a chance, go, go, uh, uh, tune into it uh, you know share it if you like it uh, if you don't like it don't share it you know don't even listen to it if you don't like it but anyway we did a whole a whole uh, interview on this topic about nano how it works what it does you know how it infiltrates the body how it grows how it assembles what it can do what it is doing and for those who you have friends a lot of you are having friends are having floaters and aches and pains in their bodies and lesions forming and all kinds of stuff going on. You know, you might want to start showing them possibly that it could be some form of nano assault on their body. I mean, think about this. The smokestacks back in the 60s did not have the scrubbers they have today. Neither did the coal stacks. And what was being released was what they were calling ultrafine particles. Ultrafine particles is a fancy word for saying nanoparticles. Algorithm is another fancy word of saying nanoparticles. Monatomic is another uh, way of saying nanoparticles or nanoparticulate. So <clears throat> we have been exposed hugely, 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 hugely by these particulates for the last 60 years, they can penetrate almost any part of the body and completely saturate the system. It takes time, but once it hits, you get a full-on hit and an impact of what this thing can do. When you understand that, then you'll begin to understand why a lot of things the medical field is giving you just doesn't work. And once you understand that, you'll quit going to the medical system and try to figure out on your own what needs to be required, what needs to be done, and what can be done. Because the medical field does, will not cure you. They're not in the market to cure you. They're not, it's not their job to cure you. Their job is to treat you. When you go into a doctor's office or a hospital, you are agreeing, agreeing 
to be treated by this institution. You're not, they're not agreeing to fix you. They're not agreeing to restore you. They're not agreeing to cure you. But what they are agreeing to do is to treat your symptomologies. And now they're incorporating nanobiology, nanotechnology, synthetic biology in the matrix of your body in order to treat you. Carbon C60, anyone? <laughs> Let's put a nanocarbon metal inside the body. Let's see what it'll do. <laughs> let's see how bad we can fry the brain. And then let's see how quick sugar or, sorry, hydrogen can bind with the graphene or the carbon C60 in the system. Let's see what happens when we turn on a frequency at a certain level. Oh, let's see if we uh, increase the frequency tone. Oh, let's increase the pitch. Oh, let's increase the, the uh, range. You know, we, we are in, um, we're in one of those places in life that when we're listening to some of the things that the medical people are saying, how they got, they might have a cure. They might have a cure. They're, in a, they're on the verge of a breakthrough. Oh, they are. It's the same old BS time and time again. It's the same old BS. It's a false hope. It's a, it's a false statement. It's scandalous. That they've been able to do this for over 60 years. Oh, we're so close. We just need another $10 million. We just need another billion dollars. We need another trillion dollars. And we'll have the cure. How many of you heard that scene? <laughs> just give me a trillion. We'll get it. Well, I'm sure we'll find the cure. I got news for everybody. They already got the cures for all these diseases, every one of them, even including cancer. You will never see the light of day on any of them, none of them. They were curing cancer way back in 1902, 1904, if you really want to know the truth. They were curing it, restoring people back to full health, again, cancer-free. And they didn't live five years after they were treated. They lived a full life, a lot of them. And some of them lived to about 90 eating meat go figure so when you're looking at some of the things that they're telling you today it's such horse hockey you know Carl uh, what's his name um, oh slip my head he's a comedian an Irish comedian uh, Carl something oh, I can't think but he made a comment in order to believe in the dream, you one must be asleep to believe it. Open your eyes and take a, take a look. Don't be afraid to see the ugly side of life. It'll do you a lot of good seeing the ugly side of life because then you get to see life for what it really is. Take a hard look around you. See how many people are walking around that aren't medicated today. Is that cures? Is, or is that a treatment? And what is it treating? Is it sustaining the infirmary? Is it sustaining the condition that they're in? George Carlin, there we go. George Carlin. Have a hard look. 
When you go into your churches and you're sitting down in the pews and you see people around you, you see lesions all over their faces and you see distensions all over their bodies, that means these people have been poisoned. See rashes occurring across their bodies, seeing them mentally not there. That's medicated. These people are medicated. Some are medicated, some are afflicted with nano. Some are afflicted with eating soy and glyphosates. Some are afflicted with consuming uh, uh, artificial natural flavoring agents, sucralose, which causes cellular uh, breakdown, eating omega-3s, which cause myelin sheet breakdown. And in the name of health, they go to the health food stores buying all this crap, which causes all these conditions, further exasperating the problems that they're already dealing with. So is the medical field the theme you want to believe in? No. Understand, we're not in that world anymore of, of integrity, you know. And it's an unfortunate reality, but it doesn't exist. It's not going to exist anytime soon. You know, until the, um, until the um, agenda is fulfilled, until that occurs, we are going to be in this for a while. And the only way out as far as an out is that we support each other and help maintain each other's health and offer each other wisdom in ways where we can do what we got to do. Not to enslave anybody, not to perpetrate any kind of, uh, of uh, uh, overlording anybody, you know, over-policing over people, but to help each other find solutions. I tried this, you tried that, okay, let's see what we get here, you know. Stuff like that is what we need to be looking at. You know, this is how we figure things out, you know. When we're looking at some of the... Even the technology that you're exposed to, your cell phone, smart television, smart washer and dryer, smart refrigerator. Why do you need a device to be smart? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, you know, when my, my mom and my grandparents must have really be throwbacks to an era of dinosaurs because they didn't have a smart machine. They didn't have a smart TV. They didn't have a smartphone. But, but, they were smart. They were smart enough uh, to know how to operate the machines. They were smart enough to know how to put the chemicals in the water. They were smart enough to know how to dial a phone. They were smart enough to know how to work with their hands. Hmm. That leaves my generation in the pickle, doesn't it? Because when we're ready to retire, we got to rely on the millennials to... Fund the, fund the retirement. <laughs> what a disaster. What a disaster. You know, we are, in the, we are in that realm. We are in a realm. Like I said, we are in a realm. And it's not a godly one. Give me a second here. Oh. And for those of you who might be interested in the reference I'm referring to biblically I'll give you the Bible gateway reference here um, it was Revelations 13 and like I said the more further down you went you could see more and more the um, 
collaboration between China and the um, and the um, Europe, European Union or Rome, which you can pretty well say it's the same thing these days. Rome is the European Union. It's trying to unite its kingdom. Uh, yeah, how do you dial a phone? <laughs> and I, you know what? And it's going to come to a point where they won't even be pushing the keypad on the phone. They'll be all voice activated. You know. They are not being taught spelling in some schools now either. So they're not being taught to write and they're not being taught to spell. Pretty soon they're not going to be taught to read either. We have the dumbest of the dumb coming down the pipe. They will believe everything the artificial intelligence tells them. They will obey the program without question. You know, they will not th see things in any other way. If you have children, they need to do more than just uh, listen to a phone or play games on television. That's fine and dandy to have that kind of recreation with other kids in their neighborhood. I get it. The parents don't want their kids out in the streets anymore because they're, they're, you live in dangerous neighborhoods. And I do get that. But they're, all their time should not be spent behind the television. If they're going to be on a computer, they better be doing some real research, not playing games. Okay. They should be focused on learning and applying. Not just reading a book. Any half-wit jackass can read a book. Well, let me rephrase that. Any half-wit jackass from my era of time can read a book. It's one thing to be able to read a book. It's another thing to apply the knowledge from what you've read. Okay. And the millennials today are not being taught how to read, so they're not going to know anything. Uh... When we're thinking about that scenario, that is really frightening because they will not be able to distinguish good from evil. At that point, it's complete, total control of an artificial intelligence. And the artificial intelligence will never allow them to mature, evolve, or develop into whatever they could possibly reach potentially on, uh, without it being in control. Think about that one for a second. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? You want to be a pilot. You want to be an artist. You want to be a truck driver. You want to be a, a technician. And you can only go as far as the artificial intelligence will let you go. Because you might become a disruptive influence. Can you imagine that? Hey, it's important that you understand this concept you know some of you may say that what I've said tonight might be all imaginary or whatever and that's okay too and I'm okay with that I don't have a problem with that uh, my only suggestion to those of you out there is that if you have never read the book of revelations and have never looked at revelations 13 check it out and then check out some of the links I put out there with the videos you will make the connection. Now let me show you something else. I almost forgot about this too. Samsung Deepfake AI could fabricate a video of you from a single profile picture. You know what that means? You know what exactly what that means? That means artificial intelligence can literally set you up 
for a crime you didn't commit on a YouTube if they wanted to. And it may come to that. Like we just saw how it can be an aggressive, it can be an aggressive loser if it starts to lose. But look at this link here. This is incredible. Imagine if you could take a pol political leader and the AI can now, with just one look at the face, can draw that political leader. Turn around, make that political leader butt naked and having pedophile sexual activity. You would not know the difference. And by the time it was figured out, that person, that president, or that political leader could be in jail serving hard time or they would execute them. Imagine what they could do with you. Oh, yeah, we caught you robbing the bank. It's impossible. I was at home watching television. You got any witnesses? Well, no. Well, we got a picture of you over here robbing the bank. Imagine that, eh? Imagine that. That's the world we're living in. You know, you can be set up now very easily. You can create a problem with a bank and all of a sudden the bank could have an AI system take a picture of you and show you that you were, you know, out of line, whatever. And all you did was have a discussion with whoever you were discussing with. It becomes that kind of scenario. Remember one thing. Everything is for the military. Everything. Every invention that was ever made was made for the military. All the, um, all the uh, conventional weaponry and unconventional weaponry was all made you know, for the military. We are no longer, like I said, in the, in the realm of ethics, in a realm of moral high standards. We are in a realm where we can now subjugate you one way. Can you imagine a presidential candidate coming up against a incumbent president and they both have a problem or they both are neck and neck in a race and all of a sudden one releases this technology and against the other one showing that this guy had you know was a pedophile or he was a woman womanizer or for the same thing if it was a woman she was a uh, you know she was you know uh, chasing men you know um, she too was a pedophile imagine that Imagine that goes back to that matrix scene, de you know, desert, uh, desert or whatever. Goes back to that. See, uh, uh, desert or the real of the real. Desert of the real. Now, there's another one here. I want you to see when you can. This one actually shows you, Vicky. The Vicky they showed you on the movie house is the same one here. Going to show you the connection. You know. Um, <laughs> there we go. Ever go to a police station and file against an officer? Yeah, that'll never happen. <laughs> That will go only about as far as you can fill the paper. It'll wind up in the garbage. Like I said, you don't have freedom. You don't have rights. Not really. 
what we have are regulations and programs. That's what we're under. Yeah, I read about the no-hide laws too. I just read about them yesterday. I wasn't so much... Um, I kept thinking, how does the United States of America force somebody to believe in a system that they don't believe in? How does that work? Where is the freedom of choice? Freedom of religion? You know, I read the Noahide laws. The Noahide laws are based on the, Jew, on the Hebrew traditions of the laws of Moses. Well, if the Hebrews could not keep the laws of Moses, okay, it's impossible to keep any of the laws of Moses. You break one law, the penalty for death, penalty for breaking one law is death. And the only way around the death penalty is by offering a blood sacrifice, uh, a goat, no, sorry, a sheep, a cow, or a bull rather, a, uh, a dove or a pigeon, depending on your uh, your um, your affluence or economic strength. And then the priest would atone for your shortcomings by offering sacrifice and supplication to the Lord. If they, as a people, failed miserably, time and time and time again. To keep the Mosaic Law, what is the American? What is the government of the United States trying to perpetrate here? Nobody will be able to keep these laws completely. And some cultures, for instance, in the Noahide laws, you can't eat the blood. Of, you can't eat a live animal or an animal that's had its uh, limbs torn from it. There are countries in the world where they are poor and they eat these things. Okay, they are not of the uh, Jewish traditions or the Hebrew traditions. They're an offshoot of these things. So they're turned these things into laws because this, again, was based on the fact that we all came after Noah and these were supposedly the things that God told Noah to live by and to, and to uh, go with. So, so when we're dealing with, when we're dealing with this kind of thing, this is, a, this is not a democracy. And did they put this on some kind of platform where the people can actually vote on that if they wanted to follow it? You know, so who's running the show there? That's my question. Who's calling the shots in America? Is it, a country, is it some country from the Middle East? That's the question that needs to be an answered, you know. And why would they pass such a law? These are religious, these uh, are reflective of religious beliefs. I thought that was a, a, a right of free choice in America. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe America is not the land of the free. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> you know, to enforce a religious belief on somebody is doomed to failure. It's doomed to failure. The Hebrew laws our validation of that. When God gave them the laws because they wanted you know, to be uh, governed, they failed. And they didn't fail just at certain times. They failed throughout their history. Okay. It got to the point, if you look at it and you follow it correctly, you got to the point where it got to Isaiah 1, where God said he was tired of carrying their traditions and their rules and regulations because it didn't matter. They, couldn't, they weren't doing it anyway. You're going to have the same thing there. Same exact thing. 
And I'm surprised that the, that the American public didn't raise hell over that. You know, this is an enforcement and, um, of, of not laws, but religious principles that, again, how can you enforce it? Makes me wonder. Makes me wonder. So again, don't allow yourself, again, this is where I mean the need to study and understand what's really being implied here. And understand that this is another choice or another freedom being taken away from you as a citizen of your own country. They bring that stuff here to Canada. I hope he has a, as Canadians stand up and say, wait a minute, time out here. You know, what flag flies over this country? Okay, what laws do we have? You know, then why do we need more? So, and again, these are things that again, um, well, yeah, I know, yeah, I do, I do care, and this is why, but I didn't come out and say it because then everyone would say, oh, you're anti-Semitic. <laughs> That's why I said a country in the Middle East. <laughs> I put it that way. But yeah, I mean, this is, this is insanity, you know, this is, and especially if you're a Christian, if you believe in Jesus, those are, he had three laws that Christians are supposed to follow. Love God with everything you got, love your neighbor as yourself, love one another as I have loved you. Those in, in itself is superior to those laws that they are proposing. And it sounds to me like, and again, this is just my perspective on this, it sounds to me like they're trying to eradicate Christianity. That's what it sounds like to me. And I could be wrong on this. But that sure as hell sounds like something that they are trying to enforce that is, in my humblest opinion, might fly against people who believe in Jesus. Just my thinking. There are some things that may you know, correspond and correlate on some level, but again, it boils down to a free choice. You know, that kind of thing. So, again, when you're reading these things, again, this is one of those things that we may need to... Let's take a hard look at what this is going to imply in the, on the full range of, this, of the letter of this law, these laws, these seven laws. That's, again, how did that, how did that get passed is beyond me. You know? And again, what happens if you break the laws? What's going to happen to you? I didn't, I didn't read anything. I didn't find anything about... Um, and who's going to enforce these things? Going to have a priest in every house <laughs> from that particular faith? Oh, you, you evil Christian, you. <laughs> You're going to have to atone. <laughs> You're going to have to give us a million dollars for your sins. <laughs> We're going right back to the papacy. <laughs> oh, ah, my son, we need, we need your money. You violated the law. <laughs> Stupid crap. Anyway, let me get back to what I was doing. I got, I got off tangent anyway. All right, this is the Vicky that I was talking about. This is the AI um that again we need to be aware of it does exist it's real this is an ai um appendage or an extension of another of the main ai it's not the, the main one and again when you see this thing and you see where this is leading to this will give you some room room for being alarmed at what's coming down the pipe and, it, and i shouldn't say what's coming down the pipe What's already here and being developed? What's already here and being advanced? And if this, if this AI is attached to the AI that is up, can upgrade itself, 
then it won't be long before this AI can communicate with the mainframe AI and again replicate itself. You know. Uh, and further propagate its programming with other AIs. You know, like I said, the real AI is not out in public. It's hidden. It's right hidden right in uh, plain sight. It's all around you. You know, but we're not seeing, what we're seeing is the entertainment version of AI, the benevolent AI, the, the AI that is a benefactor toward mankind. And yeah, and you got to think, how many times are, gonna we, are we going to keep falling for the fact that everything they're showing us is for the benefit of mankind? You know, every time they show us crap like this, it's always to our dismay and our destruction. And now we have to go fight a war in order to correct the problems that this has created. So, Peter, the Bible isn't anti-Semitic. You know, it, it's, it's not anti-Semitic. It's pro-Christian. You know, I mean, it's truly what it is. You've, you've got two covenants in the Bible. One for the Hebrews who came out of Egypt and one for the Christians that are coming out of hell, literally. So, there are two covenants. It's not that it's anti-Semitic. It's a different, it's a new covenant for a, uh, a whole different people. There's no connection between the old and new covenant under the fact one spoke of a new one. You know, so it's not that, it's, that Jesus was anti-Semitic. He just called him what he just, he was very much pro-Israel. He was reaching to the people of Israel. He was very much anti establishment because this the Sanhedrin was was corrupting the um, the principles of God to the people and it was the same thing they created all these things no usury no this no that but everything was all about profit and making money the, the theocracy that ruled the day was causing the people to be corrupt and sinful that's what he was against you know and as a result of that everything started going to hell in a handbasket so now, I wouldn't say it's anti-Semitic. I say it's pro-Christ, pro-Christian. That's how I look at it. He's a pro-believer, uh, pro-New Covenant. <clears throat> Even Paul left Israel because he got fed up with dealing with the people of, of the Hebrew, Hebrew system because they wouldn't listen. They didn't want it. So he went to the Gentiles, and look what happened. You know, and I've often said if Jesus had come to the Gentiles, he'd already be ruling the planet. But that's just my perspective on that. But that's what happened. Paul talked to the Gentiles, and here we are. And then Rome came along and, and again did the same thing that the Sanhedrin did to the, uh, to the Hebrew uh, beliefs. The Roman Catholic Church corrupted the Christianity to the core. Caused a lot of people to fall from their faith. You know, some, came, some uh, were called back by God because, uh, you know, because of the, not because of the Catholic Church, but despite of it. So I would say the Catholic Church is anti-Christ or anti-Christian, you know. I would say it, it would be more anti-Christian than, than the, um, the Bible is pro-Christian. Perhaps he isn't. So I think it's all a matter of how you look at it. You know, how, how you zero it in, zero in on the angle. But yeah, we got to start thinking that we're being hit on so many different fronts. And being healthy today isn't about just, you know, going along to get along. Hey, let's see where this is going to take us. Let's see where this is really going to go. Let's see what this is really going to ha what's really going to happen here. You know, do we still ha are we still in charge of our own 
choice in life where we want to go how we want to live if you're a believer do you, you know do you, is that going to be taken away from you are you going to have to go back to the catacombs and have your have bible readings in caves and in, in hidden places away from technology so that you you know you can have a place of worship so they're going to come back to that i think so dai is going to want everyone to bow bow down to it as a god it's and that's what revelations is talking about in that in that aspect and when i see ai running the planet now and doing the thinking for the planet it's not that far a stretch all right not that far a stretch is to support the micro effect broadcasting network giving them your support any way you can help them any way you can give them what you can you got www.minds.com brian396 again check out his information he's getting he's getting read upon check him out see what he's got you got aramac at uh youtube go check him out He's doing. He's publishing all kinds of videos and shows and different things. He's also uses uses some of my da data as well. He's also he too is trying to promote the truth. Support him any way you can. Smear love truth. Same thing. She's doing things as well. Uh, Geoengineering.org. Give them your support. They are trying to get information out as well. Then you got me at AugmentInports.com. You got a catalog link. Access to catalog links. See what's there. Something that might be there that might help you. We got flash drives, books. We got triangles, buckets, and all kinds of stuff that can help you fight in this war against nano and AI and God knows what else is coming down the pipe. Well, not, I shouldn't say everything, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> if you need a consultation as well, feel free to give me an email at independence at yahoo.com. All righty. You know, we went through two hours and it's like just warming up. I mean, I'm grateful that you guys stuck around for two hours in the chat room. I know it's, for some of you it's late. We're in different time zones. And it can be a challenge. But anyway, um, start looking at some of the things I put out there. Share some of these things. And ask people, what do you think? Do you see a connection? Can you, can you follow the dots? Can you connect the dots? And if they can't connect the dots, explain it the best way you can. You know, explain it to the best way you can. That's the best way to do it. And this way you can show them things. Doesn't this sound, from, doesn't this sound a little fishy? You know, I mean, look what this is saying. Look what we're seeing on the Internet with all the artificial intelligence. And look what they're showing us in Hollywood. Do you think maybe they're trying to tell us something? This is the scientific community. This is the sci-fi community, which is basically science, not science fiction. Science information is what it is. You know, when you put the I before the F, it's science information. But when you put it the other way, it's sci-fi or with the Y, F-Y. So, um, share it. It might sound like a loon. Um... I'll tell you something real quick. I had a guy come in here about four months ago, five months ago, and he came back yesterday. And the discussion we had four or five months ago, when he was out and about and doing his you know, life, living his daily life, he started seeing a lot of the things I was telling him. Came back, he had, a, he had an issue he wanted to talk to me about. And then we started talking, we spent two hours talking. He said, everything you've told me, he says, I couldn't believe it. I was out there, this happened, that happened. I'm seeing this, I'm seeing that. I'm saying, what the heck, this guy just told me this? You never know. You never know what you're going to say is going to make a difference. 
You never know. You know, you never know. So just share it. Don't try to convert anybody. Let it ride. Here you go. Take a look at this. Look what I just found. This is what I do with my network on Skype. I find some, hey, guys, take a look at this, you know. And then they send me stuff. So we're always bouncing back ideas back and forth, you know. And then we get a collection of things going on. And then we share that with everybody. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's what it is. It's just phenomenal. And you'd be surprised what can come out of that, you know. And again, if you're creating networks where you live or even where you don't live, I connect networks with people all over the planet, not just in my local area. I'm talking to Yugoslavia. I'm talking to Germany. I'm talking to uh, England. I'm talking to Sweden. I'm talking to France, Australia, New Zealand, Africa, the Caribbean, across the U.S. That's my network. And when we talk to each other and communicate each other, we, sat, we, we exchange what we're seeing, you know, and then we, we talk about it or we, you know, some of us already understand a lot of things. And so as a result, we just, you know, do what we do. Uh, and then we start, again, doing more investigation, not just researching with Google, investigations. And we find a lot of things coming down the pipe that we never thought was there. Because once you start peeling the onion, peeling that banana, peeling the, the, you know, getting down to the core of the apple, you begin to see things in a whole different light. You know, when, when Morpheus talks to Neo in the Matrix, says, we'll take you, we'll see, we'll, this will show you how far this rabbit hole goes down. He wasn't kidding. All right, we're done. We'll see you Tuesday. Till then, look at those links, share them, get informed. See ya.